to welcome everyone to Sisterhood. It is our Saturday morning Zoom call, and we are so happy that you're joining us this morning on our Zoom. We are going to hear from our pastor, Pastor Diane Wilson, and everyone's lighting up our screen with beautiful smiles this morning. Some people are in the park, in the garden, um, in their kitchen. So we're just happy you're here. And I'm just going to start. Robin Duma was singing a praise song, so I want to start off with a little praise. And it says in Psalm 89, 8, I praise you, God, because who is like you? Lord God Almighty, you, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds us. Amen? So we're going to pray this morning, and then we're going to get started. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your presence, your power. I thank you so much that you are with us, Father, in and through every season. This morning, we gather here with purpose. We lean into your word, Father God. Make us more like you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, bless every home that's represented here and every, every family. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Good morning, Pastor Di. Hey, sweetheart. How did you manage to do your pretty hair when you've got small children? <laughs> um, it's called I don't wash it often. So this is a couple of days. Ah, mermaid hair. Okay. Some people mermaid. <laughs> Good to see everyone. Hey, Lisa, welcome back. Hello. Away, and then you're away. We missed you. And yeah, I've missed you guys. You had that lovely time of rest with family. Yeah. Very wonderful. We were um, in the desert last weekend. It was way too hot oh yeah too hot to go outside that was to get away and we were with the, the the baby so it was all good but whew, it was hot yeah nothing like where we all live right <laughs> like somewhere near the coast even if it's like half an hour from the coast at least it's yeah amazing so um crystal we love you you've had a rough week uh it's called life and you do life really well. Yes. So just want to, um, Crystal lost her, um, one of her precious aunts, dad's sister. And it was also the week of our anniversary of mum and dad's passing. And, and then baby is the process of baby is ongoing. So, um, you know, I'm continuing the series on resilience today and I just want to, commend you again because here's the thing when it comes to um feeling like your like your tank is empty our emotional tank and our sorry our physical and our emotional tanks are the first things to go but our devotional tank should always be full our spiritual tank rather because it's about devotion so Amen. we can go through a lot of stuff and it's rough really rough um as long as our devotional spiritual tank is full and to not mix those things up we are tripartite beings body soul and spirit and um you know our body can suffer i mean crystal you've been through so much like all all of the above except i've got to say i've um known you for over 15 years and your devotion to the Lord is precious. So even the other things that come, just look at the Apostle Paul. Man, that guy went through everything physically and emotionally because he gave his life um, to ministry. But um, we just got to remember the devotion is everything to keep us spiritually strong. Amen. Amen. So Father, thank you for today. I know we've already prayed, but I just commit this time we've got together um, 
and around the subject of resilience. And thank you, Father God, for creating us to be strong women who um, are not snowflakes, whatever that means, <laughs> but we are um, able to withstand the physical and emotional storms of life, Father God, because we are devoted to you. Thank you. We have heaven in our sights, Lord. Heaven is our home. And we thank you, Father God, for helping us um, manage and make the best of our earth life and for us to always remember what our purpose is here. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so we talked about, so this is an ongoing series. And last week I introduced, uh, last time, was it two weeks ago, whenever it was, um, introduced a new P word <laughs> because, you know, as things come up, this needs to be relevant. This is just not something I just pull out of a drawer and like, here it is. Um, so I'll just, I'll recap from the beginning for those of you who haven't been with us since the beginning or if you can't remember. So resilience, it's all about um, our capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. And um, I've shared this before, I'll share it again. How quick is quickly? It's like, how long is a piece of string? And it depends on what you're going through. So um, something that's just annoying, you know, let's bounce back. Let's just not make it a thing. Something that is a tragic, massive loss can take quickly is years. And even then, life is different. And so for us to just remember as a sisterhood to not judge our own ability to bounce back based on, um, sorry, not to judge another person's ability to bounce back based on our own, because we've all got a set of shoes, we've all got fingerprints, and who's a size 11? Shoe. <laughs> Jessica, no, you're a 10. Yeah, I'm, 11. I'm like, very few people that have my size. Some, okay, I was at the um, a doctor's office last week, and a gentleman, an older gentleman in the elevator said, I like your sandals. I'm like, Really? Oh, good. Because I've got like snow, uh, what, uh, ski feet. They're so long and skinny. And it's like, really? They look good? Fantastic. All right. Just making sure you're all listening and having a little laugh. Um, but anyway, so when it comes to resilience, it's us bouncing back into shape in an appropriate time while we are still remaining devoted and loyal. He's on our side. So um, we started with seven keys to resilience. I'm up to nine. Um, we'll probably go to 12. I don't know. I'm thinking something's going to happen this week that I'm going to be able to share next time <laughs> about being resilient. We've talked about perspective. Um, and seven keys to resilience. What does a key do? It unlocks something. So my prayer is that this, that you have some take home for um, what we're going to talk about today, that it's not just a word but I mean I know I'm looking at you I'm looking into your eyes and I'm thinking you don't do this because you need to because so, you have to you do this because you are asking Father God to speak to you through any kind of you know donkey words he uses me but that you would ask God to like speak to you through his word through his Holy Spirit something that's going to help your life this week so perspective is always counting our blessings peace is what we are um, afforded on in earth life 
without reconciliation because Jesus became our peace, P, capital P, E, A, C, E. And the books uh, that are not balanced on earth will be balanced in heaven. And I talked about provision, of course, because um, it's important for us to remember that a key to resilience is um, that Father God gives uh, bread for food, seed to the sower, and it doesn't matter if it's a little, little or a not, or a little or a lot. Um, we need to stand resilient with whatever he has given us because he is not going to leave us without anything. And how that works too is if there is a, um, a person or a family in our church, which is why church family is so important. And I know we need to physically distance right now, but isolation is just awful. So when it comes to anyone who can't, there's no bread, there's no seed, then as a church family, we make sure there is bread and there is seed. Amen, yes. Um, and then perseverance, um, making sure that we don't grow weary and to not uproot in fear what was planted in faith and to allow God's sovereignty to rule timing in our life. Um, then I talked about promise and um, even though people obviously sometimes are not able to keep their promises and that might even mean you don't need to say I promise it's just a matter of you said you would do something and then you didn't do it and there are exceptions to that when things come up and it's just a matter of being very relational about it and doing something to make up for it if you can. So, um, and then uh, last time we were together, I shared um, a key to resilience being pillars and making sure that we understand that pillars are really important. And Jana, Jana, do you want to just recap on the um, moment pillar? Because that was like revelational. Hey there, trying Amazing. to find my unmute button. <laughs> um, just talking about how in modern architectural terms that we have a moment frame where everything is connected. And so it's not just the column or the post, but it's the beam that then connects and makes everything secure together uh, in a moment frame connection. Yeah, totally love that. Now, I've got, I've got Bob's golf clubs trying to chime in. Am I still here? Yes, you're still here. Good. Honestly, Bob. <laughs> the chopping tomatoes in the Pomodoro. All right. So then, um, obviously, we have sent precious Kim and Harry off on their adventure um, to Wyoming, and they're doing really well. They're staying in touch, and I'm sure many of you are staying in touch too. And that was like a quick move, but a quick move is not necessarily a bad move when it's the right move. And so what we've got to do is we've got to say, Father God, you, you are the ultimate player of the chessboard when it comes to moving people into the right place in your kingdom. We've got to trust you. And the most beautiful thing is too, that when God speaks to people, he speaks not just to the one person or the side friend who is in agreement with anything. He actually just creates peace all around. So we know that this was a move of peace. And last week um, at our Saturday 
night service outside. It was so incredibly beautiful. Thank you, um, Becky, our worship team. Um, it reminded me of um, a bygone era in the 80s where I worked for a company who launched an outdoor music festival called Black Stump. And Robbie do remembers going to that. And I was like part of the events registration team as a 17 year old. And there was something about worshiping under an open sky that I've not like remembered since I was 17. And so, um, yeah, the worship was just incredible. Thank you so much. Holy Spirit is always present when we praise. Um, but we, we were able to announce a new pillar in the house, and that is Pastor Robin Dumas, also known as Pastor Robbie Dew, um, who is our new um, point person pastor. So she is um, incredible because so many reasons. I'll just say in case you weren't there on Saturday night and you didn't even know this was happening, we know that um, we don't have a pastoral care department per se because the Bible talks about um, our job as pastors is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And so through our life groups, through our um, areas of serving in our church, the relationship that comes and flows naturally and organically is how we pastor people. And it's not the emergency pastoring. It's it's kind of preventative pastoring. It's like, how are you going? And I hope you're doing well. And it's just sharing and caring. And, and Robin and I were at Bible college together. She was a couple of years ahead of me. Um, and so we've known each other for eons, right? <laughs> um, and I just, I was praying and I said to Pastor Jonathan, I think this would be really good. And he said, oh my goodness, nothing would be better. And what I love about Robbie Dew is she has a full-time job. She's a mum. She's an amazing family member. Um, she is wise. She definitely has the pastoral anointing on her life. But the way that um, we're going to be able to um, implement this new change for us is to make sure that we are um, getting our friends and people who are isolated into community. And so uh, the fact that Robin doesn't have all the time in the world is actually good because who does? And those that do need not to. <laughs> because we should be busy about something, right? Um, and so anyway, Pastor Robbie Dew, we salute you. Happy to have you in that official role. So um, you see, Father God, he always has a plan. He builds his church. And... Um, Anyway, I'm just really super excited to have um, Robin in that spot. And also, um, we have some ongoing um, counselling plans available for people that are having some struggles in life, whether it's relationship, finance, you know, what am I going to do with my life, especially in this season. Um, and she will be able to um, facilitate that, but she won't be doing it. And she'll, she'll still be involved in worship, um, leading grief share and like I said full-time um, boss lady career person so love you Robbie Dews. Okay so number seven today we're moving on to another point sorry another key another key um, praise and I love Jess that you had said that um, Pastor Robbie had sung 
I was nearly going to ask you to do that. And I'm like, oh, it's always last minute for me because I'm like, as I'm preparing, I'm thinking, anyway. So the biblical definition of praise, this is a key to resilience. Praise is a key to resilience. What is the biblical definition of praise? It is to express approval or admiration of, to commend, to extol, to offer grateful homage to God. Amen. As in words or song. And for you songbirds, as in you can actually sing and all you do all day long is you, you sing rather than talk. That's awesome. I talk and I sing, but I don't have, um, you would not want me to be leading worship anytime soon unless I could, I could probably go, but you'd have to mute my mic, whatever. <laughs> but I love the fact that this definition is about words and song. And so sometimes we just think of praise as the upbeat first song on a Sunday morning or, you know, somebody gets a good report, praise God. Um, this is so much deeper. It's actually a lifestyle. It's not momentary. I, I, liken, I like to think of the praise being like forgiveness. It's not momentary. There isn't a decision, will I or won't I? It's like I am a forgiver. I am a praiser of God. And for us to be that, it means no matter what happens. And I'm very aware when I'm looking at people I can see right now, I can't see everyone, but I've got a glimpse of that. Um, that is not the easy thing to do when your body and soul is shattered by life. But our spirit, our devotion to the Lord gives us the ability to rise above earth life. It doesn't mean it's not painful. It doesn't mean you can't cry through your praise doesn't mean you can't cry through your worship it just means that we have adopted a lifestyle i am a praiser i am a praiser so here is a little story that is just interesting because it happened this week so we got notification that um london school was going back to in person um with all the physical distancing distancing parameters and everything and and her grade was split into group a and group b um she was in group a and she was like okay so it's every other day going back and then we get an email saying that within eight hours the board um decision is possibly going to be overturned and it was so she was supposed to go back to school this monday and so they said she won't be going back to school till until next year. Now for us, I was, okay, here's the thing. We're fine with her being home and she's fine with being home. Cause I do room service. I'm like, and she loves that. She comes out after each class and connects and how to go and how, you know, and honestly not trying to get a, a teenage girl dressed and ready and hair and everything and driving them to school, like gives us an extra half an hour, just really honestly. <laughs> but I was starting to feel really sad for London because of the social impact on her life and the social emotional well-being of a 13 year old or any kid, any teen is really important. And 
where do we find that in a season where there cannot be any like social interaction? You've got to kind of make it happen. And that's a whole nother thing. Um, and then I started thinking, oh, this poor kid, this poor kid and the Holy Spirit loud and clear as he does <laughs> told me she is no poor kid. She has a home. She has Wi-Fi. She has two loving parents. And she will get through this if you are strong. And I'm like, whoops, done. Because I worry about my kids. I want them to have friends. I want them to have like a normal life. And even friend drama is better than no friends. <laughs> and so perspective is, I said, Father God, thank you. Thank you for what she does have. And I will not complain about what she doesn't have. And, you know, Jonathan and I talk, a lot because she's she's not an only child she's got several siblings but she has become alone because of the age difference because surprise you know the 10 year age difference so i just want to encourage you that that was like that's a, a simple example but um i was talking with one of our team about somebody who's been part of our church who has got you know, she's struggling because she can't work right now because she just got the same notification. Jonathan and I both work from home. By the way, we work, <laughs> but we are able to work from home. And she and her husband are not able to work from home. So this is devastating. It takes them down to one income and there's a, you know, and there's a child and they've got no choice in the school district. And, um, and so that's very real. And it made me think, wow, that's not us. But for this person, two loving parents, a home, a roof over, you know, the sons. This child is not in Orangewood. So even their struggle is worse than mine, but loving parents, hugely important. And so I want to say that this season for us, the praise season, let's find our praise. Let's find our praise and let, let's help um, isolated sisters when I say isolated, it's really, the bubble is a real, it's like, it's a thing. We've been told to bubble ourselves. And in that bubble, if we are not connected, then we form a committee in our own head that agrees and co-signs our own thought process and our emotions. And that is like so dangerous. We need to um, please reach out to anybody right now who is going through it because of the isolation and because of the decisions that the government are making. So I love Psalm 100 verse four, and this is in the message translation. Um, I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but Hey, we're coming into that season. It's all the pumpkins, right? And um, this is what the Bible says. Enter with the password. Thank you. Make yourselves at home talking praise. Thank him worship him. Thank him, worship him. My mum and dad, obviously, they're in Australia, and I was talking to um, them last night. My mum's health is just, it's really hard having like chemo at her age, and my dad caring for her. But I thank God, and here's my praise, because I'm a praiser, that I can still talk to them. And so we've got to find, where's our praise? If you're a praiser, you'll find your praise point. Um, you know, knowing that, and don't mind me, Robbie, do I'll just say, um, your precious girl 
who is our precious girl, you, you're a praiser and your praise point is you know exactly where she is and exactly what she's doing. She's with Jesus, super happy with a big white guitar. <laughs> and so when you're a praiser, you can find your praise point even in the worst of the worst. Um, big kids living out of state for me, that's really hard. But honestly, what, what can I complain about? They FaceTime me every day and not asking for money. <laughs> that's nice. That stage is gone. It's like kind of nice to bless them with something that they don't ask for. I'm like, whatever. So today's breakout session, uh, we're going to talk about what we are thankful for. And, you know, think... I want, I want you to really think about something that's been really hard, some kind of persecution point to your soul that you know either has become recently or needs to become a praise point. So we're going to break up now and then come back because I want, I want to give you time to think and talk and process. And then uh, we're going to come back at um, 11.45. So you're going to have 20 minutes to talk. I think this is really important, um, especially when there's so much going on. So much, and just let's make this an uplifting care and share. And then I want you to share back with us at 11.45 um, some of the things so that we can all get encouraged together. Amen? Did Jess go? She's got two kids. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking up early, but I think I want everyone to talk about this. It's so important Amen, that we yeah. find our praise points. We're coming back into the room and um, we just had a great discussion about um, thankfulness and, and what we are thankful for. And um, just on that note, before I hand it to Pastor Dai, I want to say a big happy birthday this week to Allison. Oh, we love you, Allison. Pillar. Pillar. <laughs> Pillar in the house, beautiful woman of God, um, faithful, consistent. You just, I love your smile every time we see each other on Sisterhood Zoom, as well as when we were in church and how we're coming back to church on Saturdays. You just always have a warm smile and um, just thank you for being present and being a woman of God. We're so grateful for you here at Amen. and our sisterhood. Thank you. I love you all. I love you all. Amen. You're a darling. Thank you. So uh, let me hear from you, um, pod leaders, today, some of the praise points. We had lots of awesome ones um, in our group, just um, praising God for his word and just that, you know, there's something new and fresh that he can give us each and every day when we go to his word and um, praising God for the community that he surrounded us with, especially, you know, Sisterhood and Newport Church and being able to have people to reach out to and be accountable to and kind of share our struggles with. And, um, and then also just praising God in even the little things when life seems a little bit crazy or when there's difficult discussions, challenging relationships that we're having, that it's like, no, we're going to praise God despite all of this. And even, you know, the little things and the, the difficult things that there's things to be thankful for. 
Yeah, seriously, the little things are the big things because if you're faithful with little, Father God knows you're going to be faithful with much. And so thank you, Jana. So who else? Um, Robbie Dews. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. So we had people thankful for jobs and thankful that they were part of the essentials and hadn't had um, financial pressure and then able to help other folks that have had some financial pressure in this season of COVID. Um, thankful for health in the same manner of some folks were not having any health challenges and they're able to help other people that have been um, people thankful for the slowdown and the, and the, the pace that changed and gave them room to um, kind of find a Salah and find some pause and find some Sabbath and get some cadence put back in their life and around those areas. Mm -hmm. um, thankful for family. Several people were thankful for family and just um, interestingly yeah. how God brought people home right before kind of the heat of COVID and then they're able to be there together as a nucleus and lean on each other and help each other. And maybe they wouldn't have had that time had this not had happened. So as, as awkward as it's been for everybody, there's also all these two-sided coins I always talk about in Grief Share too, you know, difficult situation and you flip that coin and there's a blessing right on the other side. Um, so that was kind of our main topics um, of praise in our group. Awesome, thank you. So next um, time we meet is October 24th. And then after, that'll be the end of our resilience series, <laughs> I pray. <laughs> um, I think we'll, you know, cap it off there. And then we're going to move into a new series on communication. Great. Becky, whoa. <laughs> um, looking forward to like a shift there, but so, one of the um something i didn't share today was um key number eight because i'll save it for october 24th but i do want to share what the headline is and i want to share something a little bit different about it so um it's actually about passion when it comes to our giving you know david king david said these words passion zeal for your house consumes me and so old testament is a picture of a forecoming of the new testament and what did jesus say he would build his house the gates of hell would not prevail against it and so we've got an old testament and a new testament principle both valid right now and even though we are um I'm sorry if this is like, I don't know what to say, but we're like bubble people. We're like, <laughs> even those of us who come out on a Saturday night every other week, it's still like weird to just walk in with your mask on, whatever. But I'm a church girl. And I know that um, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only answer to broken and hurting, suffering humanity. And so um, it's, up, it's up to us to um, make sure that we are still committed to um, any kind of giving we can do. This has been a way harder season remote than it was in person. There's more pastoring, there are more needs, there are way more isolation issues. There are people who, as I mentioned um, in 
you know, point seven about passion. Was that eight? Doesn't matter. About a, a, a double income family now having to do single because of an imposed government thing about school. So I just, I really want to encourage you to keep giving because what you are doing exactly what the Bible says we should do, and that is allow passion for the Lord's house to consume us above any fears, above any family pressure, above everything else, and to also know that this is the thing that Jesus said he would build on planet Earth before we get to heaven. So I just encourage you, do what you can do. Um, the Bible also says don't do what you can't do, but let's all please contribute and do something. And Jess, um, is there a, how do we, is there a? Yes, on the, on the chat. Yep. It's at newportchurch.com backslash giving and you can give online. Correctly. I think you can, I'm looking at everyone that I can see right now and I'm pretty sure you know, but thank you for Amen. trusting God and let this be a point of praise yes, as sir. praises. Father God, I thank you in the uptimes and the downtimes. I thank you that just as Isaac sowed in a famine, yes, Father God, let us be Isaacs mm -hmm. that know, Father God, that you are faithful, mm, thank you, that, Father. that we're not going to be moved by um, a season of fearfulness or the unknown. The unknown is an awful thing, Father, and we know that you know everything. You know each of us. You know you've counted the hairs on our head. Amen. And Father, we trust you in this season and we thank you for building your church and thank you for the privilege that we have, Father God, of contributing to what you sent your son to earth for, to die for. And we, fa we thank you, Father, for that passion to consume us at all times above and beyond everyone and everything else. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Bless every giver, every family here today. In Jesus' name, we love you, Lord. Amen. 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 So we'll be back on the 24th, um, wrapping up the resilience series. And then who knows? I mean, we might be back in person for communication. If not, I'm committed. This is my like, I love you girls. Like I look forward to this. And if it's a few or if it's a lot, I'm so committed to doing everything I can to give my best mm -hmm. to let you um, have a glimpse of hope and to know that God is faithful. Do not stop reading your Bibles. <laughs> don't stop asking questions. If you see something in the Bible and you're like, I don't know what that means, reach out. You can, if you don't have my personal cell, um, Jess will give it to you. If you've got questions about the Bible, ask me. And if I don't know, I'll ask Pastor Jonathan. Sometimes he asks me though now, 20 years in. Sometimes, <laughs> Becky loves that. No, sometimes he does ask me and I, I do love that. Not because I'm a proud woman, <laughs> but because I love that he knows that I know Jesus. Because Amen. to know his word is to know him. Amen. All right. So, Father God, thank you for your healing. Yes. Anyone that needs it right now, Father God. All of our families that need it, our friends. Thank you for your protection. And thank you, Father God, for your blessing on our girls, families and extended families and friends. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow online at church. Come on. Tune in with us. And then next Saturday, we will have our um, outdoor gathering as a church. So we will see you then. Yes. Love have you. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye. Love, you. Love you, girls. Have a great weekend. Bye.